0: Computer solitaire,
1: huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino.
0: That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No by law. 80 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com. The online golf betting resource. Tour Tips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. And their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit tour-tips.com. The online golf betting resource.
0: Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips all the best bets for the upcoming tournaments all from experts and all in one place from the home of the bet bites podcast this is bet bites golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler
1: it is the golf betting podcast the one that we do between rounds one and rounds two of the US Open and we're underway. At uh, Torrey Pines, it's Louis Ousthazen and uh, Russell Henley leading the pack at the moment, four under par. Rafa Cabrera-Bello is on uh, three under par, joined there with Francesco Molinari. And then uh, Plenty on two under par, chasing them after round one. And we'll go through the odds at the top of the markets in a minute. Dave Tindall, round one. Any surprises there? Anything that uh, stands out?
0: Uh, not really you've got a fairly um familiar leaderboard obviously maybe you've got someone like Russell Henley joint leader who's having his moment in the sun I'd be surprised if he stays there but you've got Louis Oosthuizen regular uh, major contender um you've got Kepka hanging around there Mr Majors he's tied fifth you've got Xander Schaffle our our 22 on pick going nicely in tied fifth you've got Masters winners Matsuyama you've got John Rahm yeah it's a it's a A nice leaderboard already, and I think by the end of the week, I think those I've mentioned will probably be fighting it out still. Yeah, John Rahm, who started off as the, uh, the tournament favourite, he's narrowed
1: a little bit at the uh, top of the market. He's now available as big as uh, 11 to 2. He was around about 10s, wasn't he, when we talked about him ahead of the uh, the tournament? Brooks Kepka is uh, in there 15 to 2. Louis Eusthazen is 8s. You've got Xander Shaffle, our pick, who is uh, hopefully going to ro- take us to glory. He's 10 to 1. Rory McIlroy in there at 14s. Hideki Matsuyama is in there at 18s. And Patrick Cantley in there around about 18s as well. Dave, um, we obviously got uh, Zander Shaffle ahead of this tournament but where are we going to go then between rounds one and two ahead of the second round at the US Open
0: yeah it's, it's a it's difficult one isn't it? isn't it for our UK viewers because probably like me you decided you needed some sleep especially if you work in the next morning so. you, you, you do tend to need sleep at some stage in a day yeah. don't you so I sort of missed a, a chunk of, of last night, obviously, into the early hours, when, whenever it went on to. Um, you have to kind of piece it together a little bit. So I've got some good data golf. If you if you follow datagolf.com, they have some brilliant in running strokes gain numbers. So I've been looking at some of those to help sort of help me uh, this morning. Good news on Shafalé, if you look at the strokes gain T to green, he's number one gained five strokes on the field he's just got a slight negative number on his number only slightly but it, it does show if he can just start holding a couple of putts his long game is in superb shape so that, so that sort of bodes well I always think of it's the other way around if someone's got brilliant putting numbers it can just be like a daily thing uh, they can do it for a one round but they can't keep that going I think yeah. the green is a more robust measure of
1: it's like, one of those things where if he suddenly if, if the putter suddenly becomes hot one yeah. day he could shoot quite a low number couldn't he
0: yeah yeah so yeah, happy with that. But in terms of the outright, in terms of some value, I'm going to put up a, a value bet at this stage. What I think is good value um, is Tyrrell Hatton at 33 to one. Okay. He shot one under par, which is a good effort. Currently puts him in tied 11th. Got solid tee to green numbers. Gained 2.65 strokes on the field, so he wasn't sort of faking it anywhere. Um, gain was sharp around the greens. Putting was decent enough. I just thought some value for him. I mean, if you look at I mean, I thought Rory McIlroy's done really well, but Rory's shot minus one, so has Hatton. Rory's 14s, Hatton's 33s. But, you know, Hatton has won some big events in the last few years. He's won in America, he won at Wentworth. You know, he's higher in the world rankings than Rory. I just think Rory's fantastic, obviously, but I I just think that's been overplayed a little bit. One of them shouldn't be 14s and the other thirty-three. So I thought 33s is kind of after 18-hole punt on Tyrrell Hatton worth a little go. So that, that's just the value play on the outrights. Toro Hatton strikes me as a, a guy who,
1: if he gets one major, could get quite a few. He, he you know he kind of if he just goes up that level, he's got the game, hasn't
0: he? Yeah, he knows how to win. Um people get a bit sidetracked by his temper and they think, oh well he's a bit of a hothead, but he, he, he can certainly get in the zone and he, he just wins big events. Uh, a major is the next one. Obviously with that 33 to one you've got some each way uh, places. So for example yeah, Betfair thirty-three to one, six places. So that's why I would head Boyle Sports the same, Paddy Power. So yeah, six places on Tyrrell Hatton. He's had a couple of top sixes in majors. I think he's coming into form nicely. Played quite well last week after a break. Recently got married, so he's he's in a good place. So he's going to be our each way pick for for going forward. Uh, sometimes that hot head thing, when you're younger, maybe it can be a
1: disadvantage. But if you can channel that kind of energy and you can channel it into a positive, um, it can end up being a, a real asset to you as well. So Tyrrell Hatton goes on to the uh, the betting slip thirty three to one six places with Betfair. Anything else today ahead around two?
0: Yeah, so it's always difficult. I think we found that in three balls are difficult because you know you can you can get one player beating the other as you predicted and then the third guy comes along and ruins it all so uh, William Hill have got some second round mythical two balls so although these players aren't in the same group they're just they've pit- being pitched against each other in betting terms so it's just whoever shoots the lowest score so I've got a treble uh, with that so these are you find the two round mythical two balls there's no tie involved so the, you know, you've got to win so I've, I've picked out three here so the first one I'm going to pick is Hideki Matsuyama to beat Paul Casey? Matsuyama, the uh, Masters champion, played very nicely yesterday. Shot a two under par for tied fifth. Uh, Casey Casey did did okay. Shot even par, but Matsuyama just just looked had the sort of air and the sheen of a of a major winner. Said afterwards, some, gave some brief quotes. Just said how much he loved the course. So that all bodes well. All his strokes, gain numbers are in the positive. His approach numbers were some of the best around. gained nearly three strokes on approach. Really, really good tee to green. Uh, so I think Matsuyama can win uh, that mythical two ball today. So he's the first one with Hideki. You can see him. I
1: mean, when you win a major, it's a ma- it, it, it is literally a major thing, isn't it? He just kind of walks two inches taller. It kind of maybe that self belief, just that presence, it, it just grows a little bit, doesn't it?
0: Definitely, yeah. I mean. You know it's not like he 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 won it when he was 21 and he's he didn't really know what had happened. He's been in the game long enough to to realise just what he's done and and the effect it's had on him. We're already starting to see. And I think this is a, a really good course for him as well. So yeah, he can beat Paul Casey eight to eleven. These are all eight to elevens, by the way. I'm also going to take John Rahm to beat Dustin Johnson. Rahm was the pre-tournament favourite. I think he he did what everyone kind of would have expected uh, yesterday. Shot Two under. He played in the afternoon. So he was really pleased to have got done. I think if he'd if he'd just been like maybe 15 minutes later, there was some fog early on which delayed them. Then he would have had to come back at silly o'clock this morning. So he was really pleased to, to get done and shot two under. He said he played really, really nicely after a bit of a sort of up and down start. And again, the numbers, they're all positive. These numbers, they all just look solid across the board. The emphasis is on uh T to Green. So he's doing everything well. Justin Johnson did okay, got even par. I don't know. His his numbers were were, were all right, s- steady enough. But Rams looked looked better, and and Johnson, although he showed some better signs last week, he's still you know not not playing like a world number one in my eyes. So yeah, he's just missing that little bit of pixie dust that takes you up up to that level of being a real winner, isn't it? At the moment, yeah, he's just um, sort of piecing it back together. And although his putter was in the positive yesterday, it still looks like it might go at any moment or he could just throw in a real stinker around on the greens. So I just think Rahm is the, the, the more solid option. So that's number two. Then the other one is uh, Rory McIlroy to beat Patrick Reed. Although I said Rory, I mean, Rory's, you could still take that 14 to one outright. It's, it's not bad in itself. It's just that when it's stacked up against Hatton, I think Hatton looks the value. Um, but I wouldn't put anyone off Rory at, at 14s because it's been massive with him to... Get yeah, a good start in majors. He just keeps getting it wrong. I think his last three were 75s and 76s. So many times he's shot himself in the foot on day one. This time, he's got an under par round under his bag, and I think that's massive. He birded the final hole. Nice putt there on 18 to, to shoot under par minus one. He's tied 11th. Now, that is huge, I think, because he will now think, from here, I've done the hard bit. The hard bit for him is just getting in contention on day one. Now he's done that, I think he can really, he can't, He's, he had good tee to green numbers, going three strokes on the field. I'm um, expecting more good stuff from Rory today. He's got an early tee time. Patrick Reid shot one over, which was only two more than Rory, but going through his numbers, he, he lost strokes on approach. He lost s- strokes off the tee, uh, Patrick Reid. So it just looks a bit flakier. He, he was so very sharp around the greens, but if he keeps missing them, uh, which the approach number... Um, taps into, I think he's going to be in trouble. So even though he won here in January, it's very different conditions in January. That's one of the themes. It's much softer, much harder, faster, quicker, firmer course. Uh, so Reed, I think, is just a little bit vulnerable on the number. So I think Rory can pick him off. So if you put those three eight to 8-11 shots together, that's just to win today's um, 18 holes, shoot the lowest over 18 holes today. You've got Matsuyama to beat Casey. You've got Rahm to beat Johnson. You've got McElroy to beat Reed. That comes out at 4.15 to one. McIlroy, uh, you, you
1: mentioned McIlroy, that first round sort of jinx that he has. Yeah, you know, if you shoot with 75 and the, the leader's on six under, you and you past 72 or something. Yeah, you know, you're nine shots off, aren't you, after round one? The, the fact that he's minus one with the leader on on minus four, he's having three back, and that, that's a that's a major um advantage to him going into the next three rounds, isn't it? Just psychologically, he's not paying catch up as much.
0: We're always told this ridiculous narrative on TV that, oh, anyone could win from the cut line and, oh, he's only seven back. And it just never happens. It just mm-hmm. never happens. You go through um, where the eventual winners are. They've always, almost always, you'll get the very odd exception, but so many of them will have shot under par. It, and that's in all majors. You've got to start fast. You can't, once, you're, once you've shot that 74 in round one, you've got to have everything perfect. And then from there... And then presume someone else higher up the lead doesn't better you or sort of run over the last 54. It's just it's just one arm, one and a half arms behind the back if you, if you start poorly. That's what it, Rory knows. So that's why I think that's put pressure on him to. in recent times. It, it's hard to play golf with one and a half arms tied behind your back, isn't it? Well, yeah, you would think I do, but um, yes. <laughs> but yeah, the, you know, you can go down the leaderboard. People now, you think, oh, well, he's only sort of shot two or three over. He's not. Not too far back. Believe me, that is so far back in a major. Uh, so, you know, if you, if you back somebody like, I don't know, DeChambeau at plus two, Victor Hovland at plus three, Finau at plus three, you're really, really struggling from here to, to have any hope, even though it seems that, yeah, you know, it's not too bad. Is that a lot
1: for today then? Head around two? Yeah.
0: yeah, so we've got the one outright
1: and one um one treble. Yeah, Tyrrell Hatton, the pick. 33 to 1, 6 places with Bet Fair, and then that treble. The William Hill, second round, mythical two balls. Matsuyama to beat Casey Rahm to beat Johnson and McElroy to beat Patrick Reed. they're all 8-11 to 11 as singles but treble them up it's 4.15 to 1 Dave Tyndall, as always thank you very much and I'll see you head around 3 yeah cheers, James and uh, thanks out there for listening everybody good luck with all of your bets make sure you gamble responsibly enjoy this US Open and so we'll see you again tomorrow
0: Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.